0: Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax
2: Results. I'm going to go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Yes,
0: she is here, our host of the Red Hot Real Estate Show and licensed realtor from Remax Results. I don't know why I can't talk today, <laughs> Mimi. Your name is not that hard. Hello, Mimi. Hello, How's good it going morning. over there. Good. How and are I've you? only been saying it for five years. It's <laughs> been five years. I'm rounding up okay. a little bit, but pretty close. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay. Well, Time flies when you are having fun. Yes. Good morning, Miss Shoneman. You're looking beautiful today, my friend. I am very happy to see you. Also happy to see our friend, Mr. Phil Olson, coming in again from Cross Country Mortgage. Good morning, Phil.
2: Good morning.
0: Let's get your NMLS number out of here. NMLS two three eight
2: one oh three Branch NMLS two zero four six eight two seven and company MLS three zero two nine.
0: So we have a lot of wonderful information we're going to cover today, but let's start by encouraging people to go ahead and get that uh, get some things out of the way. If they set up a deal with you and Phil right now, I know that you are giving them a special bonus that's worth up to a thousand dollars. Right? Correct. Okay, Phil, mm-hmm. tell everybody what it is. All
2: right. So uh, you work with Mimi and I on the purchase. At closing, we're going we're gonna to give you a credit of up to $1,000 that can be used towards your appraisal and a home warranty program. Wow.
1: wow. Home warranty program. You Having know how good warranty, that
0: is. Yeah, oh. that first year, it gave me a lot of peace of mind knowing that I had that home warranty program that was wrapped in. And to the point that I renewed it myself. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to keep this is absolutely worth the money. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It pays for itself if one thing happens. Right. And but the other the thing, else, they send me a lot of great information just to help me be a good steward of my property. Just mm-hmm. some little like great, you know, I'm I'm very tips. happy to be part of their their email list where they send me some good tips on keeping track of things. And, you know, you were a great renter, but you have become an even better
1: owner. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Miss Shannon is like a, an exemplary person <laughs> when it comes to home ownership. She really takes a lot of pride in her property. Thank you. And she does a lot of nice things to fix it up. Which I just did some in,
0: concrete work, which about- <laughs> in
1: turn not only increases her, you know, equity position in her own property, but it elevates everybody else in the neighborhood. So bravo for you. Thank you uh, very much.
2: You know, the one thing I've noticed since hmm. you bought your house is you talk about that you're not very skillful when it comes to doing things. But now I think Google and, (laughs) and you looking at videos (laughs) because every week we come in, you're doing this or you're doing that, which I'm going to commend you for. Mm -hmm. All right. Because one it's a hobby to you now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, you you enjoy it. Mm-hmm. You enjoy your home ownership. You enjoy that you're building equity in your property. And by you doing these things, all right, it helps you build value as well
0: thank you and the things that i figured out like i was a good diy person in the house and i've just decided to broaden that school skill set but i am smart about it and i tell everybody else like be very realistic in what your additional skill set is so i had to set some boundaries for myself i don't do electrical i don't (laughs) do plumbing and i know that because my ex-husband is a plumber so i'm like no, no no i know how badly that can go If you try to do it and you don't know what you're doing and i now i just i set a new boundary i don't know if you've shared this with you Mimi. i don't go on a ladder if it has to be more than six feet right yeah yeah Yeah. because i have some friends that have done some stuff i own a 20-foot ladder i'm just like nah like i hired somebody to come i hired somebody to come clean the gutters i'm like i got 200 bucks come do this
2: believe it or not when i get up on a ladder i'm not doing it without having one of my sons there with exactly, me. Exactly,
0: because I was yeah. going to take the top off of one of my trees, and I was like, I'll wait till my sister comes over, and she's like, uh, you should talk to our stepdad. He has one of those good long like
1: yes. <laughs> tree things. I'm like, so, cool. true story. Mm-hmm. I have a friend back in Kentucky that thought she was a, l- a lumberjack yep. and she fell out of her dad's tree because she was trying to do him a solid mm-hmm. and save him a, a couple of dollars. And she broke all, her whole pelvis. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that is a very bad idea. Unless right. you're really mm. like, you know, great with
0: balance. I have I a friend a, that broke both ankles, like yes. fell off. A little I had too a neighbor
2: off. who went out to cut down a tree uh, for firewood mm-hmm. and his daughter found him underneath the tree oh. dead okay. and this was my this was my neighbor Wow. Right. Yeah. See, yeah.
0: I don't do anything that trees. needs more aggressive. Yeah, trees. I will <laughs> trim with my gator. Like anything that I could like, maybe I could kind of reach it and and just bring it down and then cut it on the ground. And I even have my chainsaw pants because Mimi was a good friend who's like, don't do this without buying chainsaw mm-hmm. pants, which is one of my best purchases. I look really right. good in them. <laughs> good. <laughs> but there's just lots of things that you should just be, you know, it's a good hobby for me, but I'm also not trying to like go out there and buy via it all the time by my own. So right.
2: what's the moral of the story for? Folks, be careful Absolutely. out there in your fall cleanup.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 or winter cleanup, whatever. Hey, yeah, no, because okay. it came
1: winter came fast. I oh, know yeah. they mm-hmm. did. Right. Well, so I'm, I'm going to st- start okay. out with mm-hmm. a quote. Yes. Okay. This is a quote from Mark Fleming, a chief economist for, with First American. When the when the economic uncertainty dust settles, those buyers and sellers who were on the sideline will jump back in the housing game. Demographic trends support elevated purchase demand in the years to come, so it's a question of when, not if for the housing market, and so I think that that just people are pausing right now, right we, we can feel it there's no reason to pause it's because you want to definitely how 's it go phil the the saying you want to date the rate marry the house marry the house <laughs> right. date
2: the rate mm-hmm. yeah, you know timing the market okay is kind of like calling your financial planner and and it is uh buying a stock at low or buying it at high timing the market is extremely difficult right the sooner you get into the housing market the the more chance you have of making money and that's over time yes
1: it's it's called dollar cost averaging right mm-hmm. and let's talk about our investors out there that have the long game strategy buy a house a year use that fix it up get some equity buy your next house and that is how you build generational wealth right that is how you change the future generations of your family it's how it changes your your picture when you go from being say 40s to retirement and if you happen to be older do it anyway right it's it's super fun to do to buy a house Mm -hmm. to be able to make it nice Improve the whole neighborhood, build your wealth, and then build on that and go forward. Right.
2: I've got a couple that I've been working with for a long time. They've bought six houses, I want to say, over the last 10 years. And their last purchase was their primary residence. And based on the fact of them flipping homes, one a year, they put down $400,000 on a $700,000 primary residence. And that was based on all the money they made flipping properties.
1: Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I know, Ms. Shannon, that this is something that you and I have talked about a lot is the importance of if you didn't come from wealth, exactly. Of building that for your future. And starting that foundation someplace in your family. Exactly. And historically, Real estate has always held its own. Um, They're not making any more land. We know that's for sure. And people have to live someplace. Right. Um, So we are pro real estate here. Now, I I do want to kind of go in. I brought a lot of different uh, information on different cities in the metro. And we're going to kind of do that for a few weeks. Mm -hmm. We're going to be talking about... Okay, we we talk about the market overall, and you know, thanks to the Minneapolis Area Association of Realtors for their great information. Um, so for this particular week of October first, um, our median sales price increased. It we're right at three sixty nine nine. Our days on market also up twenty seven days. Our percent of a of original list price received went down to ninety nine point nine. So sellers are getting a basically. At ask, uh, at their list price ask, and our month supply of home went up. We're at 1.8 months of inventory when normal is between five and six months. So okay. we're,
2: but we've doubled.
1: We have increased. We've 9.8%. doubled. point eight percent
2: And guess what? At one point in time, I think we saw that houses were on the market for a total of five days. Right. Now we're up to what?
1: 22 days. Okay. 22 days. Yes.
2: So guess what? If if we do some simple math, it's up 300%.
0: Okay. Which gives a lot of potential homebuyers out there a little more time to breathe, not that frenzy of, I don't have time to really check out the neighborhood. I don't have time to look into what's going on, if this the, right, the the right fit for me. Yes. Because I have to just go ahead and put this offer in because I may not have a chance to even drive through the neighborhood at night.
1: You know, it... The madness that we've all experienced over the last two years because the inventory shortage was so dramatic and because of the rates, uh, that was not sustainable right. at all for anybody. When you see uh, open house with people wrapped around the block um, and when you see 30 plus offers, that is, is madness. Right. And it, it's so frustrating. So, for our buyers listening out there right now, now is a great time for you to be able to go and get and possibly get your house. And, you know, get it, and then watch for the rates to reduce when inflation starts to drop, and then refinance with Phil here.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, Just over the last, I would say, 30 days, I've seen 10 purchase agreements come across my desk. Of the 10 purchase agreements, seven of them were not in a multiple offer situation. Okay. Seven of them were able to get seller paid. In other words, getting the seller to pay closing costs. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: We didn't see that before.
1: Right. Now, when we come back from the break, I'm going to go into the stats for Maple
0: Grove. And then we're going to be talking about rent, renters. Right. You can also be part of the show. Call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. Also available at mytalk1071.com. Just use that keyword red hot. So we have some information. We're going city by city for a while, right? We're going to, I'm going to feature different cities mm-hmm. because real estate is local. Okay. And we talk
1: about the overall market, which includes 13 or 16 counties. And, you know, when it comes down to it, your particular city, your neighborhood, your block, is how it's going to be determined on kind of what's going on in your area and it's really good information and you know we're really lucky that our our local board puts all this kind of stuff together but before I get into Maple Grove Phil tell everybody about about our special
2: special is a free appraisal and a credit towards your home warranty up to a thousand dollars if you use me, me and myself on the purchase side
1: okay um, so Maple Grove, uh, we, I'm just going to kind of hit the highlights, and I just want to preface this by saying, if we don't cover your particular city and you would like to see it, all you need to do is text the word city, your city. So if that's Maple Grove or if that's eDiner, wherever you live, text your city, and we can get you out a report. Six five one five seven eight two two one eight, and we can get that out for you. So Maple Grove. For August, which is the the most recent information that they have posted right now, uh, closed sales for 2022 was 131. And last year, they closed 170. And excuse me, that was new listings. Our closed sales was 150 for 22. Mm -hmm. And in 21, they closed about the same at 157. But here's the thing. The median sales price changed a lot, went up 10% over year over year. So this year, the median sales price for Maple Grove is 412 Okay. whereas last year it was 375 Our price per square foot in 22 is $199. So that'll okay. give you, if you know that your house is 2,000 square feet, just one more benchmark point right. for you. Our percent of original list price that our sellers are getting right at 100% last year it was 103 uh days on market is the same as our average for the whole metro of 22 days last year maple grove 14 days okay mm-hmm. so huge uh inventory of homes for sale right now that was the month of august was 167 and last year 157 You can see that the months of inventory is also increasing up 25% year over year. Maple Grove has 1.5 months of inventory as of August of this year. Last year, only 1.2. And so all of this information we have for every single city in the metro you all, all you have to do to get your city is text your name of your city to 651-578-2218. Okay, Phil, you've got some really great information on renters.
2: Yeah, I, I decided to get some rental statistics here over, as of today, mm-hmm. okay, and I, I found some really interesting information. Okay. Now, one thing that renters need to understand, if they were to buy a house, okay, you're going to get 27% more living space for the dollars that you're spending on rent. Okay. Okay. Now, when I took a look at Minnesota throughout the nation, Minnesota is characterized in the basically the top 10 most expensive places to live rent-wise in the United States, which okay. I found I found that to be interesting. Yes. All right, but Current asking rent has gone up 77% higher than the nationwide median gross rent of 2020. Wow. 77%. Okay, so
1: let's just, we're talking about current asking rent in Minnesota. Mm Mm-hmm. Up 77% since, in two years. nationwide.
2: Nationwide. That's nationwide. All right. Current asking rent is 12.9%. 95% 95% lower than the average monthly mortgage payment. What does that mean? If your rent or your mortgage payment was $2,000, 10% of $2,000 would be means your rent is at $1,800 a month. But where people forget is when they buy a house and you have a mortgage payment of $2,000 a month, 500 or 450 of that is going towards principal reduction. Whereas that person that's paying that $1,800 a month, they get nothing. Right. You have no ownership. Matter of fact, you have to follow all the bylaws of the apartment complex as well. All right. So you actually, you're making money when you're buying a house versus rent. We all know that.
0: But what do we tell people? Because I know that I have those friends that are like, "Yeah, but if I buy a house, then I have to do all the maintenance. If I buy a house, then you know I'm stuck. If I, if I lose my job, how do we talk them past that? But they're go all, here's the thing. But they're also stuck if they lose their job if they rent, right?
2: Yeah, no, they're 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 stuck. Really, in rent, you're literally building no equity for yourself. You you're giving yourself no chance of becoming. A millionaire or a billionaire or even building a nest egg that you're going to have for retirement.
0: Right.
1: So the thing that I, I like about home ownership for our folks out there that may not have ever owned is I like the opportunity to be able to rent a room should I need to. Right. Okay. So if you've got a spare bedroom, that's that's a that is an asset you know, I agree. Right. Mm-hmm. Just like, absolutely. Just like having a duplex. Yes. I know
2: clients that rent out their basement.
1: Mm-hmm. I know people who have Airbnb'd a, a spare room in the basement and make $600 a month on it. Right. You know, just charging a little something. And, you know, then you don't have to worry about tenants not not paying if you're doing the short-term rental. But you also have to be clear about what your neighborhood will allow if you're going to be doing uh, short-term rentals or long-term, whether you need to have a permit or all kinds of information like that. Um, I
2: I think another thing that a house, we can talk about the money, but I think a house gives you worth. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean I'm going to let enough. you I'm going to let you speak about that real quickly.
0: I mean for me it was you know being able to go no this is my I, it wasn't just my house and my home this is my property and being able to use that word and know that you get to maintain that and I now have most of the control like we always there's things that the city the county any of that stuff that can do that i still would be slightly out of control but i have a lot more control than if i have to call somebody else to say hey can i plant this room or do i want to plant these flowers or am i going to change the 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 uh, the mailbox on the Mm -hmm. outside of the house like the little things you're surprised you know i want to put in this playground for my kid Mm -hmm. i don't have to ask anybody
2: how about how about you getting to your house and and you pulling into your driveway and then opening up your garage door and putting your car in your garage Mm -hmm. and it's Mm -hmm. yours. It's mine. It's yours.
0: Right. Yes. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. Like even if I wanted to put a yard sign out in the front that supports something mm -hmm. that that I support, it's my decision. It's your decision. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Folks, I think we all know with the inflation situation that's going on, food prices are outrageous. It doesn't matter what, where you live, any of that but the other thing that I like about home ownership that I think is truly valuable, especially where we are right now, is the opportunity to have animals. Yes, if you had chickens, or if you wanted to put in a there garden, turkeys out there, mm-hmm. you know. So, in a condo, maybe they will have a, a common area where you can do things like that. But you're also going to be needing to get permission to do it. Um, So for those types of reason, I see a lot of benefit in home ownership.
2: One more statistic. 35% of households in Minnesota are rental properties. Mm -hmm. So 35% of those out there that call their place home is a rental property that they're paying somebody else.
1: You know, I would really like to have uh, our listeners that are renting, please call us for a free consultation it doesn't cost you a thing Nope. and we can talk with you about uh rental analysis and see what's going to look like for you in the next year or two it's the place to start i'm
2: working with three renters right now one their lease doesn't end until july of next year another one doesn't end until november of next year And I'm working with these clients right now, putting together their plan.
0: Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when we come back, we're going to go over Apple Valley statistics. Right. We'll also take your calls. You can call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on MyTalk 1071. Also available for your friends, colleagues, loved ones. If they want to listen back to this as a podcast, you can grab that by going to MyTalk1071.com. Just use keyword Red Hot. So some more specific information we got over there, right, Mimi? We oh, wait. Do. do we want to talk about the special first, though? I forgot that we were going to bring that up again, right? 100%. Mm-hmm. Bill?
2: Special $1,000 credit. It's going to take care of your appraisal. Mm-hmm. It'll take... Uh, good take care of a good share of your home warranty program that is sponsored by Mimi and, and myself if you use us on your next purchase
1: absolutely perfect okay so I wanted to remind everybody that we can give you demographic information or excuse me statistical information about your exact city all you have to do is text the name of your city to 651-578-2218 so now we're going to go over Apple Valley yes so for 2022 Apple Valley in August had 86 homes for sale. Mm-hmm. In 21, they had 108. So they were down 20% okay. year over year. They closed 89 homes in August. And in 21, they closed 112. So again, 20% drop. Their median sales price, pretty much flat, which is pretty interesting. Uh, $345 for this this. M- August of twenty two and three fifty last year, so not much of a change there. Their price per square foot in twenty two was one hundred and seventy eight dollars okay. per square, and in twenty one it was one seventy one, so it went up just a little bit. Apple Valley sellers are still getting over the original list price right now. They're getting almost one hundred and two percent. Okay, last year was one hundred and three. Days on market for Apple Valley in August were 16 days. That is warp speed. Right. But in 21, it was even faster, 12 days. Wow. People okay. are like, I need to live next to the zoo. Yes. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Apple like, Valley, let me get in there. Apple Valley's happening, people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um And the inventory of homes for sale in August was 88, pretty much flat. In 21, it was 86 and Apple Valley has 1.2 months of inventory when normal is between 5 and 6. Last year, they only had one. So they have just gone up about 20% over year over year. So that is Apple Valley statistics. Okay, Phil, so I'd like for you to finish up the rental statistics, and let's let's talk a little bit about mistakes that folks are, are making when they're in the underwriting process. Okay. All right,
2: so one last t- statistic. Rental rates... Nationwide have increased thirty one percent over the last ten years, all right and we're we're hearing more and more people I'm getting calls from people hey my my rental unit is being sold, yes, and every place I call for new rent, it's two hundred three hundred five hundred dollars more, than more. I had. all right, So when Mimi says, don't try to time the market. I totally agree. Don't try to time the market. Get into the home ownership game. The sooner you get in, the sooner you're going to make some money. All right. So let's talk about what issues can squash a home loan approval. Okay. Almost towards the end of the approval process.
0: So can we back up a second and we'll just talk them a couple of steps beforehand. So we go, okay, I'm going to buy this house. They contact. So so they'll go, Me, me wanna buy this house and you go, You need to talk to a mortgage professional first. I have mm-hmm. a suggestion. Talk to Phil. Phil, you will go through with them, get all of their ducks in a row, get them to start the process to get the information so that they can start the just have the dollar amount in general because you pre approved them, right? Yep. Yeah. There's lots of things that we both cover okay. in the beginning of don't do this. Yes.
1: Don't get a second job. Mm-hmm. Don't do, don't buy a car. Do not buy furniture. Yes. Lots of little things like that, that can throw their debt to income ratios. That's at, the, ratios. Beginning. That's at is, the beginning. There's so
2: many things. And I ask, I mean, with my staff and I, with over 70 years of experience, right? we do a really good job of our due diligence with our buyer up front.
0: Right, so they get that far, and then you're like, all right, we're set, they find their home, they start the paperwork, you have everything going, they have a closing date, and then they get to this point where things can go off the rails once things have already been improved.
2: I'm going to give you a quick example of how a loan can go off the rails. Okay. If the question's not asked, and I would be willing to bet 70% of loan officers don't ask the question, They always ask, how many mortgages do you have? Okay. Okay. So they got one mortgage. Mm -hmm. They own one home. But what about the second home that's in Colorado that's paid for? They don't ask that question. Okay. And because the consumer doesn't think it's a debt. Right. But hold one, it is. It is a debt. Oh, it is? It is. We got to hold the taxes, the insurance, the HOA fee, the flood insurance against that specific property. Oh. So when a consumer applies with a mortgage lender, all right, they should be telling them every property they own to include commercial, to include land. And guess what? Those are questions I always ask.
0: I wouldn't even occur to me that that would matter. Now, now,
2: it's called the Black Knight Report. Mm -hmm. The Black Knight Report is a government report that literally shows an underwriter Every property you have a potential home ownership interest in. Okay. All right. Even if it's a rental property or it's a second home.
0: So if I went in with one of my girlfriends, like we were looking at this multifamily unit over in St. mm -hmm. Paul and we're like, okay, maybe we'll get a few of us. We'll throw in some money together. We'll buy this thing that has like six units in it. You know, kind of that. That's a
2: commercial property.
0: Okay. So that's something that then from now on, when I go to look for a next personal home for myself, Mm -hmm. we need to always disclose that.
2: You need to disclose everything up front, because if you don't, it will come back and bite you. Okay. All right. So there's there's just one thing that could cause your deal to completely fall apart. And you might go, well, how is it going to fall apart? Let's say we're buying a house and our debt to income ratios are at 48 percent. You're approved through Fannie Mae and you're approved through Freddie Mac. But now we find out that you have a liability of five hundred and fifty dollars a month on this second home in Colorado. That's free and clear, but you didn't think it was a liability.
0: Mm-hmm. It
2: is a liability. Okay, so that could co- literally cause your whole deal to fall apart. All Let right. me
1: ask you a question. Yep. Okay, so this is not this is personal property, but you know I do have a question about it. So let's just say that you've bought an RV mm-hmm. and you've paid that off. Yep, But you still do have license, taxes, insurance, all that kind of stuff. Would something like that. Is it in a
2: trailer park?
1: No, it's an RV.
0: You pick it up and and you drive it around. So it's just in your front yard.
2: Yeah. As long as you don't own the land, it's not considered a liability. So
0: your cars and things like that. So those kind of assets. uh, They come up
2: on your credit.
0: Okay, but they wouldn't come up as, well, you know you're going to have to get the um, the relicense this, and that's no. going to be an extra 150 bucks. Or no, whatever you don't have to cut that. Okay, so what you're saying is a mobile home would be different.
2: Oh, absolutely. Okay,
0: so let's talk
1: about that. Okay. Okay.
2: Mobile home, then you're going to have the, the the rent lot.
1: Okay. okay. Okay,
2: so just because you own the trailer home, if you plan on keeping it, well, then you have the rent lot. And standard rent lot I've seen go from 400 to to $1,000 a month. That is considered a liability, and it, you won't see it on credit. But that's a question that needs to be
0: asked. Okay.
2: All right, now, soft pull credit check. People need to understand, number two, 24 to 48 hours prior to closing, every mortgage lender is going to repull credit. It's called a soft pull. Yes. And what they're looking for is to see Are there any new mortgages being done, new credit cards done, new car loans done? And believe me, in my career 20 years, I've I probably had three to five deals fall apart because the client bought a car or they bought a motorcycle or they bought an RV and they go, what's no big deal? no it is a big deal
1: right okay so i want to talk about that because we did have a client once that we had had gotten all the way down to the wire beautiful home was a perfect match needed it for you know the family and her mother And when you did the 28 to 48 hour soft pull, Mm -hmm. then we discovered credit. We discovered student loans, which didn't show up until the very end. It didn't show up because of the cycle of how student loans report. Correct. Because
2: the student loans hadn't been reported yet to the credit bureau, which understand when I pull credit, that credit report is good for 120 days. But if we don't close within that 120 days, I have to get a new credit report. But. The soft pull caught it. Okay. All right. Now, the soft pull doesn't affect score, but what it does show is all your liabilities and have they changed? Have they changed at all since the initial credit report was ran? Okay. So there's number two. All right. Final written verification comes back with a different income. Wow. Understand we go off of paycheck stubs we go off of W-2s, but guess what? Every mortgage lender has to get a written verification of employment. The written verification of employment that comes from that payroll department or that HR department, if it comes in different, the underwriter has to go off of that income. Now, it's really on the loan officer and, and my staff, we pull our VOEs Within twenty four hours of application,
1: okay. and remind everybody that's verification
2: of income, okay. employment. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right.
1: So, Phil, not to to, I want to kind of use a real life scenario. Yep. So, Miss Shannon here. Uh, she's self employed. Yep. And so she's down to the wire. Yep. If she makes more money. That's not a problem, right? If, if, if you've got a new employer, she's taking a new job as a, a speaker.
2: No no, no problem unless mm-hmm. it's self employment. All right. Unless it's self employment. And if she's taking a new job in self employment, she's not going to claim that income. This year, until she files her tax returns next year.
0: But if I change my job altogether, can that throw us off? Sure. Okay.
2: It could. A great example of that is the client that works for 3M. They make $150,000 a year. And the boss comes to them and says, you've done such a great job. We'd like to make you a contract worker. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're going to pay you $250,000 a year. And you take, you go, wow, there's a $100,000 raise. But you and your wife are talking about buying a house. Or you're in a contract. Just understand, you've now gone from W-2 to 1099. That is self-employment, which means you must be in that position as a contract worker for two years. So when Mimi says... Don't quit your job. Don't change your job. Don't change your income. That's what that's what we mean. Right.
1: Okay. So when we come back from the break, we're going to continue with the mistakes you can make during underwriting. But we're also going to talk about the statistics for Minnetonka.
0: And we can take your calls. You can call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. I I close your mind. Welcome back. To the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon. We are wrapping up and going so quick, but let's tell them about that deal one more time, Phil.
2: The special is a free appraisal and a free home warranty up to a $1,000 credit that Mimi and I are going to provide if you use Mimi and I in your next home purchase transaction.
0: Outstanding. And now we're going to talk. Oh, okay, you want to go to the phones first? All right, let's go to this. We're going to encourage people to call us at 651-641-1071. So we appreciate Sarah calling into the show Sarah what is your question for Mimi and Phil huh? we're gonna give Sarah a chance to come on back in a second like okay. that I see the producer
2: well, Should we try
0: again hope what are we thinking all right Sarah hey what's your question for Mimi and Phil well I'm I can't hear you very well but my question is because I was glad that you brought up um maybe renting to own and I've been listening to your show for the last several Sundays I will be soon 60 years old Uh, I am renting, sold uh, my home about seven, eight years ago, so I have a little bit of equity. But I was also thinking, being I'm moving towards 60, I was thinking about maybe a condo. I did reach out to a realtor about eight, nine months ago that uh, I had a relationship with, did not get a call back, and was just wondering what your thoughts are. I am gainfully employed, very little debt, but... Uh, I guess my age is my concern about ownership.
1: Okay, well, it's great that you are doing this while you're still employed, Sarah. I can't Um, hear you. (laughs) Oh, no. Um, It's really great that you're doing this, Sarah, um, especially while you're still employed. And I think that as we are moving towards, you know, different age brackets that we can explore different types of properties that might fit your needs and so our producer is going to get your information and then we yep. can reach out to you during
0: the week. And we've talked to other people that are close to Sarah's age about is a condo or or, or sometimes you talk about downsizing and finding a property that's r- the right size for them at this certain age. It does it usually come into play that it it's are you ever too old to buy a property? Oh, no. no. Okay. No. All right. I think that was part I've, of Sarah's I've, concern. I've, I've, helped,
2: I've helped people. I think the oldest person I've helped is like 85 years old buy a property. There is no age restriction. But a word I heard was rent to own or is it rent versus owning? I would just caution you, if you're going to get into a rent-to-own contract for deed, Mm -hmm. be very careful with that. Make sure you underread it very well, and you might want to have a lawyer
1: review it. 100%. If you are going to do any type of seller financing, contract for deed, uh, that you need to get a real estate attorney if you really want to protect yourself. Because the language in those contracts are definitely... Uh, geared to protect the seller more so than the buyer. So be very, very careful about that. But
2: if it's rent versus owning, owning is always better than renting, even if you're at 60 years old and you want to buy this property prior to you going into retirement. Because retirement laws with mortgages dramatically change versus a W-tude or an hourly worker right? whatever the case may be. Because you
0: said that before where it's like, do this, even if you know you're going to retire in three years, try and work on if you're going to train from house or something. Do this before yep. you make your decisions on when you're going to retire.
2: Yeah, and even if you're a wealthy retiree, just understand once you retire, then there's seasoning requirements on the money that you're going to use or qualify for for that home loan, which means you might have to draw your pension, you might have to get be receiving your social security for a period of time, which might delay your process of being able to buy that house.
1: Fair enough. Can you go a little bit more into detail about kind of the retiree rules, how they change?
2: Well, I mean, it depends on, on the income that they're receiving, okay? That's really gonna determine when, um, first off, how long have you been receiving it now if you've been if you're a retiree and you've been receiving your income for more than six months on your pension your 401k your your stocks your bonds your annuities then it's not a big deal okay but if it's one of these whims where you're driving down the road Mm -hmm. and you just retired and next thing you know you see the house of your dreams and you go i want to buy it that's more complicated
0: Fair enough. Okay,
1: so you do seasoning means you've got to have it in there for so long.
2: You you have had to have received disbursements of that money for so long. How long? There's rules that are 60 days, 90 days, 180 days. It depends on the specific asset. Perfect. I would rather have a conversation with the client and review their documentation and then do the due diligence. Fair enough.
1: Perfect. Okay, So we have been featuring different cities uh, and going over their statistics. And so I want to let everybody know that we have this for every single city in the Metro. So if you would like a copy of your city, all you have to do is text the name of your city to 651-578-2218. So Minnetonka, in August of 22, here are their statistics they had 80 new listings in this year, okay, in August. And last year in August, they had 128. So that is down 37.5%. So people aren't moving out once they get there. Well, I, you know, you can analyze that any which way you want. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just not enough homes for the demand. Right. Um, Closed sales in Minnetonka this year were 90 in August. That's also down from last year, which they had 118, down 24%. Their median sales price uh didn't really go up that much, only three percent. This year their median sales price is four forty one two fifty, and last year it was four twenty-eight five. Okay. Okay, so that's Minnetonka. Their price per square foot is two seventeen this year, where last year it was two hundred three. Okay. Minnetonka, they're almost getting a hundred percent of the sales price that the sellers are are offering. 99.3 this year in August last year 101 so down 2%. Their days on market until sale is 26 and last year it was 30. Okay? The inventory of homes for sale in Minnetonka this August 117 homes last year it was 147 so their inventory is down 20.4%. They have 1.6 months of inventory, and it was the same last year exactly, so it's flat. Okay. So, again, normal market between five and six months of inventory. Minnetonka only has 1.6. Okay. So, demand very high in Minnetonka. All right, Phil, let's continue talking about some of the mistakes. Let's go over one or two before we go into the break.
2: All right. A large deposit of cash has been brought into the situation. Now understand your mortgage loan officer, when you get a purchase agreement, you guys should have already decided where is the money coming from for the down payment and the closing costs and the earnest money. Unfortunately though, people think money is money. Right. Money's not money. And here's what can throw a deal completely off. The client decides they want to use money that's under their mattress. They deposit the funds. They don't tell the loan officer. Mm -hmm. And now they say, we want to use this money.
1: Has to be in for 60 days at least.
2: Must be in their bank accounts for longer than 60 days. But the thing is, is once you start getting in process of a mortgage loan, you don't want to be transferring money from different accounts you don't want to be adding money to specific accounts all right because that's only going to cause a lot of questions right concerns and just just understand there's specific laws banking laws you know if you if you withdraw $10,000 or if you deposit more than $10,000 that can also come up
0: I think that comes as a surprise to some people, because especially culturally, there are some people that I know that culturally are accustomed to going, no, we keep cash or we have a safe or our family has a a stockpile of funds that are liquid like that, not in an institution. And so when you get that knowledge that you're like, wait, I can't just get this from my, you know, abuela. No, No. you can't. It just doesn't work that way.
2: All right. The last one. Divorce decree is not read by the loan officer.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Oh, now guess what? If you've ever been divorced, I will be asking you for the divorce decree. I will read every single page Mm -hmm. in the divorce decree because here's what the divorce decree will tell you. Do you have any other additional liabilities?
1: Okay, folks, if you have any real estate or mortgage questions during the week, email Mimi at MNRedHotRealEstate.com, or you can also
0: email Phil at Phil at com. And you can hear this episode and previous episodes by going to our website. Go to MyTalk1071.com, keyword Red Hot.